Let's begin with a drum set. Listen for an explosive live sound. The snare should be crisp and the cymbals should ring. And tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. 
Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. <laughs> this is going great already. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8 o'clock a.m. Uh, you are listening to and watching Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is Friday. We made it to the end of the week. Um, there's a lot going on this weekend, too. We've got two great guests here, um, and we're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about the Super Friends scrimmage and info night. And I thought... I'm known as Mr. C. That's what they call me doing the news. And I'm thankful for the friends who gave me that nickname. But my nickname is nowhere near as cool as the nicknames of my guests, Metal Mama <laughs> and Cryberry, Crybaby Cryer yep. of Aurora 88. How you ladies doing? We're doing awesome. All right. <laughs> all right. Happy to be here. Um, glad to have you guys on the show. So we're going to learn all about what you do in your organization. I think that's, uh, that's well, as I was telling you guys, I've seen you at a lot of parades. A lot of skating going by and watching you, um, but I was not aware of the history behind the organization. Um, so, Crybaby Crier and Metal Mama. Let's start with the names. Where do the names come from? Oh, man. It's like one of the hardest things about Derby is picking your name, I guess. Sometimes it's given to you. Okay. But mostly you make it up. What's your story? Yeah, I think... Uh... You have to sit on it for a little while. Yeah. And mm -hmm. oftentimes when we see new skaters come in, they pick a name and then they change it or they go back and forth. Um, names are given oftentimes when skaters don't pick a name. So yeah. then uh -huh. uh, we'll just pick we'll something. Give, yeah. and we'll pick part of their name. And that's, yeah. that's because and of what we And if it sticks, great. And that's what we call them. Yeah. Like everyone calls me mama. Everyone calls her crier. Crier. Okay. So. Yeah. Ah, okay. So we, we have a name. <clears throat> we like it to fit on the jersey in one line, but if it doesn't, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll just put it on a second, you know, like uh, our friend Kiss with a Fist. Yeah. Yeah. Kiss that's, with a Fist. That's right. two lines. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, and But then we shorten it like mama, kiss, yeah. crier. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, my last name is crier. Right. So it just, and I've been teased in school, like since I started going, you know, kindergarten, the one boy in kindergarten would cha would cr call me crybaby and chase me and then I'd fall and cry. Um, <clears throat> so crybaby crier was just kind of a natural Just owning it and fit. flipping it. Yep. And then um, crier is my last name and that's pretty much what all my friends call me. Even my husband calls me crier and not mm -hmm. my first name. Oh. So, <laughs> so he's shout out to the husband. Shout out hey. to the husband. Well, he's also a derby. He's a derby too, guy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But uh, so I noticed you ladies use the term derby. Mm -hmm. um, explain that. Explain because, and I'm on the outside looking in with it. So I've just been calling it roller skating. Um, but I respect what you do. What is roller derby? What's the difference? Uh, roller derby is a competitive sport on skates. Aha, okay. So, yeah. All right, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> See, I've always just been thinking it was just playtime and having fun. Oh, no. Well, Not we a competitive sport. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Um, how long have you been involved with it? Um, I think around 2015 or so is when I started skating and tried out for the team. Um, and then uh, this is probably my seventh season as a team member. So, okay. Yeah. What was trying out for the team like? What's a what's a tryout like for skating? Well, it's it's changed like a little. Putting them it's on. a little, but I mean, basically, <laughs> yeah. It was you showed up, you showed what kind of skills you could do, uh -huh. and we decided whether you could join as basically we call them sidekicks now. They're kind of like okay. our new skaters. Right. So, um, yeah, based on your skill level, it's, you know, you come in, do your thing, and then we work with you. And Okay. So a sidekick is like the first beginner level? Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's, per that's people who can't skate, but I'm getting the sense that, like, they could be with a professional, a sidekick yeah. to a person who can and start and learn. Is that yeah. a? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people who come to roller derby haven't skated since they were a kid. So they might have some like limited skills, but right. for the most part, they're, you know, learning, especially when it comes to all the skills that you would use in the sport. They don't know a lot of that. So, mm. so I see here that Info Night and Super Friends Scrimmage, ladies and gentlemen, will be Sunday, September 18th at 8 p.m. at the Aurora Skate Center, uh, uh, 34 West 113 Montgomery Road here in Aurora. Learn what it takes to be an 88 and watch a roller derby scrimmage. Uh, what's a scrimmage? What is a scrimmage? So a scrimmage is uh, a game, essentially, or some people call them bouts. If they're more at an official level, we're going to call them games or bouts. And typically, it's against another team that mm. will come or we will go there and play. Um, but a scrimmage is a little bit more informal. Um, we may mix up the teams. We may invite other players from other teams to come. We'll mix it up. Um, another term you might hear is mixer mm -hmm. or scrimmage. Okay. It's a little bit more casual. Um, it's an opportunity for newer um, newer eight, uh, skaters, newer players to uh, flex and get comfortable in game scenarios. Okay. Um, yeah. So one thing I wanted to mention about the info night is a lot of our fans and friends have been asking us, uh, when can we come see you play? Mm -hmm. Because we haven't had any games or any um, visitor opportunities right. since before COVID. Yep. Um, and even our yep. scrimmage nights, our uh, scrimmage, we scrimmage once a month, um, have been closed uh, to everyone, to Public, spectators. Right. Yeah. Right, right. So this is the first opportunity for people from the outside to come and watch us. Um, but it's under the framework of come and volunteer with us. Right. Come and, hey, you don't have to hit or get hit to be a part of the 88's right. roller derby team. You can referee on skates. That's mm -hmm. awfully fun. Nobody's hitting you and you get to blow a whistle <laughs> and point and send people to the box. That's pretty fun. You can be a non-skating official where you're still maybe blowing whistles or keeping score. Um, or other opportunities. And so we wanted to open up our, our home uh, to the community to come and check us out. It's been a couple of years since we've seen everyone. And while you're there, please consider um, getting more yeah. info and yeah. checking us out um, in any capacity that you know you might might like. I think that's very cool. Um, and this is the flyer that we were sharing with folks too. New skaters, referees, and non-skating officials. Um, like you mentioned, I, I see here women's flat track. Yes. Okay. What is that? 
So women's flat, flat track? track roller derby or mm-hmm. Wiftida is the Wiftida. Yeah, we call it Wiftida. It's the I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, or WFTDA. I'm writing that down. It's WFTDA. 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 Roller Derby Association. Wiftida. WFTDA. Women's Flat Track Derby Association. There you go. I will never forget that. Never forget that. Wiftida. Um, okay, so that's what it is. Yeah. Um, are, and forgive me if this is a novice question as well. Rollerblading would be, rollerblading's not allowed. No. Not allowed. We, we skate on quad skates, so right. that's four wheels next to each other. Right, right. <laughs> now that's the, if a, that's the flavor, the style, that's the history. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sensing a, a classic environment of skating. Yes. Would that be accurate? Yeah, okay. All right. I really like that. Um, so let's get into the history. What is, how did this begin? It was a dark and stormy yeah. night. <laughs> so, like, all good stories. Yeah. <laughs> like all good stories. It originated in the 20s as kind of a like roller skate racing. So people okay. would come and race each other. And then in the 30s, it evolved into more of, um, learning how to like hit each other and do these like really cool moves. And um, so then that was kind of like the original roots of roller derby. Ah. And it started in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. And it is uh, the only sport that was uh, originated from Chicago. Hmm. Um, And so it was uh, invented by Leo Seltzer and um, in the, in the, you know, like, like mama said in the thirties, we had a bank track and that is the foundation of roller derby Mm -hmm. starting on a bank track. So you may have seen old footage or Mm -hmm. I, you know, when we'd go to my grandma's, it was the only time you could eat dinner in the living room is when (laughs) roller derby was on, you know, when they would have the bank track and they were doing all of these moves that you were like, what are they Mm -hmm. grabbing their hair and throwing them over the rail and all. We don't do any of that anymore. Okay. Evolved. anymore yes right <laughs> yes. i we i never lived in that era no. but uh despite yeah um, it kind of went through like in the 80s and 90s it was more of a um uh what is the gladiators you know like the american, yeah. american gladiators, yeah, american gladiators. Oh, i love that like american <laughs> gladiators yeah. on roller skates right and there were alligator pits and people would get thrown over <laughs> into a pit and and it's all calculated. It's like right. you know, wrestling kind of yeah. a, kind of a thing. It's so like when you drama. watch it when you watch it now you can see it yeah, like, oh. like a big soap opera. Yeah, and right. so that was kind of the eighties and, and then in the nineties it started maybe to change a bit. If anyone's seen Whip It, that's like mm-hmm. one of our favorite, you know, movies. It's kinda of, it was still bank track and Kind of like the foundation, and then I think that started the re- the yeah, resurgence exactly. and the, yeah. re- the 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 reappearance. I think that was in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, we have some f- uh, foundational members that are still around from back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Roller Derby is one of the founders from back in the when roller derby as we know 2004, it. Two thousand four or five, something I think like is when that. When it started to come together, as mm-hmm. you know. Uh, an organized sport. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, City Rollers pretty mm-hmm. soon after that. So what is the, hmm, how do you feel when you're on, when, when you're derbying and on skates? Is that a word, derbying? You can do it. Yeah. If we can do WIFTA, we can do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. How do you feel when you're, for me, yes. it's like, how do you feel? Um, it's the best therapy in the world. It's, 
it's two hours twice a week where I don't think about anything else other than what I'm doing in the moment. And that's probably the best feeling for me. Right. How about you? <laughs> that's actually how I ended pra- how we ended practice last week. Remember, yeah. I looked yeah. at you and I'm like, that was such a nice two hour. Yeah. I don't think about anything. Yeah. Uh, for me on skates, generally, I feel like I'm 10 years old again. I don't have a care in the world. Mm-hmm. My mom just told me to go out, go play for two hours and don't <laughs> right. come back, right. you know, for two two hours and I can just be like, it's a big, it's like a big wee, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, the commercial where the pigs hanging the head out the window and they're <laughs> holding a sparkler and they're like, wee, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's me on roller skates. Yeah. I yeah. love it. I just, it's such a freedom feeling. It's also a feeling of nostalgia for me from back when I was a, a kid. Um, and my aunt, it would take me and my cousin to the roller rink, you know, and had I our birthday the parties. Oh, yeah. oh my God. And she <laughs> made our skating outfits and our uh. things and, oh, um, so there's that. And, you know, people come to roller derby, uh, for, I would say they fall into two main buckets. Okay. They come for the love of the contact sport. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is pretty great. Action. Yeah. And yeah. Right. And you're padded up and everything. Yeah. Um, so they come not really to skate, but skating happens to be you happen to be on wheels, but they come for the contact part of it, um, which is pretty great. And um, I don't want to say fulfilling, but it's very, yeah. very good. Very, very nice. Yes, it <laughs> uh, is. Yeah, it is. And um, it looks much rougher than it actually feels when you're hitting and mm-hmm. giving hits. But anyway, then people come to roller derby because they get to skate. Um, and I think that I came to roller derby uh, for a, a new opportunity to skate, and then I found that I, I love the the contact part of it too. But um, I love the just the whole art of roller skating. I've been impressed with it because uh, to the the memory that you were sharing, the roller rink used to be the yeah. like it was it in many ways it was kind of like the public library. I mean, it was the place to be to do other cool, fun things. Right. Uh, your whole, every, all the kids and your mm-hmm. friends are there. You got yeah. the, you know, you got the big cake, the big pizza. Yeah. You know, you skate. Video game. You skate, yeah. get tired, you come get a slice mm-hmm. and, and go back. Um, yep. I think what it also represents that I like is that there used to be a time when people were having fun on skates. And that was the definition of fun. It was, you know, yeah. you, you didn't have to go out and have a drink to have a good time and all that kind of stuff. It's interesting that. Um, an activity like that can be so well known and respected and right. and timeless. You know, people skate all around the oh. world. Oh yeah, kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, um, I am interested though. Uh, so I want to circle back around to what you mentioned about not being able to get together because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. This is not the kind of thing that could be virtual. All of the right. all the fun <clears throat> yeah. is kind of lost if you're watching this kind of thing. But um, your presence is still kind of felt if you are. Did you guys do anything online or anything? Uh, Was there any like even meetings yeah, to talk we, about we planning? Yeah, we meetings. Okay. Um, you know, we didn't have a whole lot to talk about. We, uh, the association that we're a part of, we have to had a very structured plan for coming back to play. So we had to have someone to on our board who was watching the numbers and keeping, you know, an eye on all of that. And right. so we would get together and talk about what we could do. And some of us, especially when it was, you know, warm out, we would get together all the time and have outside 
workouts or outdoor skates and whatever we could do to get together and um you know be physical and also just be a community because right did you guys ever put the pads on without skates and just run into each other and just uh, we run. have i mean it's it's not metal so much mama ah! yeah. wait there's a there's a way to learn derby rules off skates where you know you, you're all geared up and everything and okay um, but yeah it's but it yeah in and during uh during COVID, um, you know, when you play roller derby, you're right mm -hmm. in each other's right, face. Yeah. Right. And we're full contact and skin to skin. And so um, skating outside was great. And yeah. we would even, uh, when the numbers would allow, because we did follow that mm -hmm. return to play protocol, yeah. it was very easy to follow in that. Mm -hmm. um, we would sometimes meet masked and skate masked and just do skating drills instead of doing contact. Right. And then we would try to space ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. six to eight feet from each other and right. pace lines and lateral footwork and uh, stuff like that. And then the numbers might spike and then we would say, okay, yep. we have to take a break until the numbers go back down again. Yep. Um, and we hung in there. Good. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Me too. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, good morning to all of you great people out there. We're with uh with Metal Mama and uh Crabberry Crab bah! scratched up, you know what? That's all right. We have a right. we have a thing when we mess up when we mess up our words, we take a sip. You get you got your water? Oh yeah. yeah we take think? a we take <laughs> sip it up, sip it up, sip it up, sip it up. Right, everybody sip it up. This is to remind ourselves to chill. Mm. Ah, See, don't we all feel better? Don't you at home feel better? Why don't you got to sit in your PJs, watch us, yeah. and take a sip? Can I say something else yep. about the, um, the whole do. returning after COVID? Um, so not only did the 88s experience this, every roller derby team mm -hmm. uh, across the world experienced this uh, as well. And we're a very tight-knit community. We skaters know skaters everywhere right. because it's such a niche sport and we've either crossed paths or they're derby famous and we're, we want to be like them so we follow them on yeah. youtube and watch their videos and things so this was a thing that we felt throughout the derby verse um the derby verse <laughs> you're gonna write that down <laughs> write that down derby so it, we, derby we use verse. that derby verse so in our derby verse we all experience this and so coming back and now we're seeing all our other team friends coming back. Um, it's like a family reunion. <laughs> it is like, yeah. And uh, we're just so grateful to be back. And it really reset our perspective uh, um, any, anyway. So yeah. I just wanted to mention, uh, if I could just add a sappy plug to just, we are so happy yeah. to be back. <laughs> no, I, um, we are so happy to be back. Yeah, I, I think, as I, as I mentioned too, it's you ladies are a, the the parades were missed due to the pandemic so mm -hmm. having people come out and then see a great show in downtown march through that was missed yeah. Yeah. and you guys are a part of that and seeing you ladies zip by and do the <laughs> twirls and yeah 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 you're doing the twirls as the kids are watching um and we're handing out candy it's a great thing yeah, yeah. yep i was operating the camera because you guys were at the pride parade yeah i was operating the camera and somebody zipped over with, I think y'all had lollipops or something like that. Mm. Somebody gave me something. That's so nice. I just take anything at a parade like that. Right, me yeah. too. Um, okay, uh, Monica, can you take me to a, yeah, take me to a commercial. <laughs> take me to a commercial. Good morning, Aurora. 
Casildo, good morning. Ellen Brady is here. Good morning, Ellen Brady. Maria Chirito, happy Friday to you as well. Happy Mexican Independence Day for all our friends as well. Valeria, good morning. Dora Sanchez Soto, she's nice. a proprietor of McCarty Mills. That's right. We were talking about McCarty Mills as we walked in here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hell of a conversation to be having about beer at 751. <laughs> but you know, we do what we can. That's the that's the spice of life right there. That's the derby girl it's for you. Yep. <laughs> um, Emily, good morning to you. Get to know Zinloff, located Ooh. at 6 West Downer Ooh. Place. Dear friends of our show. Ellen Brady says, hey, Stephanie. Hey. And Matt Hansen has a great question. He says, I'm curious about the a story behind the 88's team name. Oh. oh. I'm curious, too. You come back. Take me back to the commercial. We'll come to a commercial later. Let's get that on camera right now. Oh, well, how did the name come? Is it because we're near the 88? Yeah. Free yeah. I knew it. it. I knew it. And our little, our plug is taking tolls. <laughs> yes. Ah. East and West. Yep. We're taking the tolls, East and West. <laughs> I like you that. Yeah. Matt Hansen, how you feeling with that? Isn't that cool? <laughs> east and West taking tolls. Taking tolls, yep. East and West, Aurora 88s. Um, I do you remember any more history on how we got the name? I don't. I came after, so yeah, I don't. I don't know. I remember when we redid the logo, and I was like, "Thank God!" Because after as a graphic designer, right. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that um, was really nice. Aurora 88s benefits from your skill, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, I could hook them up. Yeah. Um, now. Well, actually, uh, Monica, now I'm ready for the commercial. I'm ready now. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we got some great news to tell you guys about um, and some great local stuff here. Uh, first things first, our community partners and friends of the Community Foundation of Fox River Valley, they need your help in addition to the Dunham Foundation. They're partnering to conduct a community needs assessment. They're grateful for everyone's participation with the recent nonprofit survey. The second phase of this information gathering is a community survey. For the residents of Kane and Kendall County, anyone age 18 and older can take the survey. They're asking for your help to share these uh, information broadly. Possible ways your organization can share the information include social media, websites, newsletters, e-blasts, or emails to clients, staff, friends, and families. Uh, learning more about the landscape of need in the community will help share the way, excuse me, shape the ways that we can provide support. The we being Community Foundation, Fox River Valley, and Dunham Foundation. But you should look at yourself in the same light, right? Okay. Motivational plug. That's how we do on this show. It's not, you know, they got roller skating and motivation. <laughs> Heck yeah, we're on the move. Um, okay. Now, we have the, uh, there is a, uh, QR code embedded in this piece of news, but I do have the link. So after the show, we will post this link for you guys to take uh, advantage of. Please fill this out. As you guys know, I may have watched our friends, the Community Foundation have the YEP program, the Youth Engagement and Philanthropy program. And oh. we interviewed uh, a good number of those youngsters. Great to see That's young nice. people doing. Yeah, it was really wonderful um all right get ready for the what matters event this will be taking place on september 29th uh at bureau of gravity it appears that it's going to be a nice night of some music and summer photos um so this will be uh 6 p.m thursday september 29th at 56 south lasalle street for those of you who are like wait a minute i know the south street yes our friends of the alive teen center are approximately mm -hmm. 23 feet away from where this will happen at. Addie Rubio, good morning. Okay, 
See, the cool thing about doing this, you can just plug your friends. And then when she tunes in later on tonight, she'll hear it. Curtis said hi. <laughs> All right. And then the last piece of news before we get back to this great conversation with these great acronyms like WIFTA is get ready for the Black Fine Art Month kicking off at the David L. Pierce Art and History Center in, uh, here in Aurora, October 2nd. So this will kick off with a sig uh, signature Pigment International Salon Talk in partnership with the Aurora Public Art Commission, Aurora Downtown, good morning, Marissa, and the Cotton Seed Creative Exchange, Sunday, October 2nd. Uh, the brunch event starts at 1 p.m. and will feature Aurora-based artist Dada Soulface, uh, artist Jade Williams, and Yvonne Michelle Tony, owner of the Cotton Seed Creative Exchange. There will be a performance by former professional figure skater Ron Allen. That sounds cool. nice. Scratch that up, DJ. <laughs> Now, you know what? How did this is crazy? We just it's skating. I didn't even know yeah, this is breaking. Funny. Wow, that's that is funny. It's everywhere. It's I'm scared universe. to read the next piece. <laughs> skate events tomorrow. <laughs> um, following the brunch, there will be a live painting event at Cotton Seed Creative Exchange featuring artist Isabella Alexia Tony. Sandra Harrison, C CEO of DVA Leadership and Development Training Consultants, will MC the event as well. Get on out there for that. This will be. A brunch event Sunday, October 2nd, starting at 1 p.m. David L. Pierce Art and History Museum. The time is 824 a.m. Okay, uh, I wanted to see what now Gloria Gerardo, she gives us a nice message every single day. Mm -hmm. She says, good morning to you, Aurora. Hope you have a nice day today and weekend to Aviva, Mexico. Aurora, have a blessed day today. Amen. Well, thank you very much for that. Ellen Brady says, we had a roller rink and sandwich oh, back in the day. Sure. It was the place to be. Yeah. That <laughs> sounds like down, fun. I think. Didn't they tear it down? Uh, did they? Yeah, a long time ago, uh, I think. Or maybe they turned it into something else. It's not a rink anymore. They paid paradise to put about. in a parking lot. <laughs> yes. I, I think I remember what she's talking about. Yeah. Um, the... The um, I, I was thinking about this last night as I was preparing for this interview today. So I want to. This is this is more of an opinion based thing here. Okay. The rollers, the the skating rink, skating, family out there skating. That is as typical Americana as you can get. Yeah. Is that an accurate statement? I would say so. I would say definitely. okay. Very right. I mean that's. Yeah. That like when I close my eyes and I think about it, I mean that's going back to when the baseball game was on the radio. Yeah, yeah. You know that's and I think that that's kind of the beauty of it, mm -hmm. and I think that adds to the continuity. And the rink that we play at has been around since I think the '30s. Yeah, that's it's what I like, was thinking yeah. back to. So on Monday nights at that rink, mm -hmm. uh, they have the organist mm -hmm. come in. I think he's the Blackhawks organist. Yeah. Okay. And they do all of those old-fashioned skates, dancing like mm -hmm. the swing waltz on skates, and all, and it's formal. And he plays oh, I love it. one yeah. song after another. Um, and it's it's pretty fun it and is. cool to see. It's a, a little bit of an older crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, they may come in um, seemingly like, how are they going to actually skate? And it's yes. like cocoon. And they oh put their gosh. skates on, and they come to life, and it's it's beautiful. When and they I, have a little lesson before. Yeah. When mm -hmm. I first started skating, I was trying to get in all the time I could on the rink. So mm -hmm. I went on a Monday night, and I was you know by far the youngest person there. And I skated. I skated with a guy who was probably in his late 80s, early 90s. And we skated around like maybe three or four times, like a couple skate. It was so cute. And he was telling me all about how he used to come out 
when he was a kid, when it, when you couldn't even, you know, there wasn't a road that went to the rink. It was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to walk 20 miles right, exactly. and 10 feet of snow yeah. barefoot. And it was just great. It really like, you know, really inspiring. So yeah. Yeah. It's very inspiring. Um, so, uh, so next question I have here is um, the, so the Aurora Skate Center is separate from the, because uh, that's the bowling alley that's yeah, the adjacent bowling alley to it, right? Is next door. Yeah. Okay. There's no skating in there. No. <laughs> All right. There's yeah. no facilities in there. Um, now, everything that the Aurora 88 has done has taken place at the Aurora Skate Center, right? Um, I believe so. Okay. Because yeah. you mentioned with other teams and everything. So I'm, is it, I'm thinking of like, are there traveling events that could be at other places? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely we travel around to other teams and play at their home rink. Or... Okay. And then we'll do pop-up events, you know, in different spots too, promotional pop-up yeah. events. We may come on skates and serve or we may, um, you know, just yeah. various. We do a lot of community Community events, events okay. and community support. Mm -hmm. Back when we were playing games at home regularly before COVID, um, we would every game would have a nonprofit um, benefit, and so the whole game we would be raising funds. Right. We may do an event mid mid month yeah. leading up to the game. Yeah, every month we had a different charity that we charity. Did. Yeah, yeah. Mutual ground is one of you know we've worked with them a lot. Um, you know, right. A lot of a lot of local Aurora um, yeah. shelters like pet shelters and very yeah. cool, very cool. Um, so who's got the best? Who's got the best? Um, well, I'm sure you would say we do, but who's got the second best rink? Is there a rink where you're like, yo, this is heaven right here. This is it. We have a pretty nice rink. Yeah. Right. It's a wooden floor, yeah, which is a bonus. When you're talking to skaters, you're, you're, that means what kind of floor. Okay. All right. Yeah. We don't care about that. That's why you lean back like, what the hell is he talking no, about? No, no. Well, no, it's good. Because the first question you ask when you have to go skate somewhere else is, what's the floor like yeah. and what hardness wheels should I be right. using? Yeah. So we have a oh. very nice floor at Aurora. It's wood, um, it's but sticky. We we call it sticky. Sticky. Okay. And there's a few other floors yeah. around. Yeah, that are Lombard really has Lombard. a really nice floor. Um, but we'll go when we travel places, and they might be on sport court or cement, and so it's like we have to have completely different wheels on. So. Yeah, that's interesting. I I was under. See, I I learned so much doing this show. Like I just thought every floor was wood. No, no. Uh, Funway has like I think it's a like a not concrete. But it's, it's like, like a coated concrete. Yeah. it's like painted with a. So it's more slippery okay. as opposed to our floor, which is sticky. Right. And sticky the, meaning the grip. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you want just enough slip and grip so you can slide <laughs> and stop. Yeah. Nail mm. your stops. Yeah. Right. So you can so you can show off. Yeah. With, with well, the girls yeah. on the side like. <laughs> or yeah. like oh he look at oh he got moves. <laughs> The other thing we look at in floor is you could have a wood floor, but it could have warps on it or it right. could have pieces missing out right? Um, or stuff like that. Um, but I would say Aurora's floor is really floor. nice. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. The time right now is 8.30 a.m. You're listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city for the podcast. We are here with the Aurora 88s with the... The Derbyverse, East and West taking toll. I love everything we're talking about today. Jan Warman, good morning. Marissa Omonia is here. Good morning, Marissa. Matt says, I dig it. No cashless tolls on the rink. You pay today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, 
our dear friend, uh, our dear friend Tracy Hodges is here. Restoration One Fox Valley. What is up, Maria Salta Jerry? Matt says I see the shirt now. The Interstate. Hello, I'll sip it up. That's right. And Ellen, <laughs> um, good morning to you guys. Okay. Um, yeah, right it's now like we're a sign. Yep. See, it's yeah. like a sign. Yeah. It's like a highway sign. <laughs> now you created that logo. No, I did not actually. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure the name of the person that. I created think Ragnar Rocker maybe from the Chicago Bruise Brothers created okay. it, but I'm not sure. But okay. he does a really nice job and has done a few of them. That is a very cool logo. Yeah, yeah absolutely wonderful. All right, um, Monica, could you please take us to a commercial and give us some local news and headlines to bless these people with on their beautiful Friday morning? All right, good morning everyone. Here are your local headlines. Real news, real people, real stories, 100% Aurora. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. The Village Food Pantry is open at Village Baptist Church to anyone in need. Village Baptist is located at 515 South Frontnick Road. A photo ID is required and the pantry is open the second and fourth Friday of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. Come as early as 8.30 a.m. and enjoy coffee and donuts. Join for Sunday worship as well. For more information, feel free to call 630-851-4120. The Fox Valley United Way is hosting a volunteer fair on Friday, September 16th from 10 a.m. to noon. This will take place at the Prisco Center located at 150 West Illinois Avenue in Aurora. Is your organization looking for volunteers? We'll come out and meet some at the and come out and meet some at this fantastic community event. To sign up, visit the link that I'll be sharing in our chat. Also, the Fox Valley Hands of Hope is hosting the Swing for Hope in Mini, okay. Mini, you, want, you, 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 you did it. Mini golf family fundraiser on Friday, September sixteenth. Registration begins at five p.m. and activities start at six p.m. sharp. Use the code Big Golf to get twenty percent off for ticket prices. Scan the QR code on the flyer for more information. Monica, thank you very much for that fantastic local news. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We so before we get back to this great conversation, I, you know what? I'm just gonna take it. I'm gonna take my kicks now. You know, I want all the great people to know that when it comes to local news, spotlighting local businesses and supporting our local people, when you hear about it on the show, we encourage you to go out there and do it. If you're able to donate to Mutual Ground or our friends at the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry, Rebecca Dunnigan, good morning, then you should definitely do that. If you can, you got a couple of bucks to hit the link for Aurora Regional Fire Museum, um, Tracy Duran, Brian Failing, you should do that. You hear about it, take part in it. Just like you're hearing about roller skating right now, if you have any skills whatsoever, you should bring them for Info Night this Sunday. Uh, as Metal Mama just told you, an 84-year-old man, however, wherever, 80s, right? Late 80s. Late that 80s. Pushing 90. If he's out there skating, what's your excuse? Exactly. You know? Okay. Maria says, ladies, Roller 88's in the house. So great to see you. Cryberry, Crybaby Wellness. Whoop, whoop. Oh, yeah. I love it. You got, y'all got 
fans. <laughs> Marissa's here. TGIF Aurora Skate Center is a gym. I spent many evenings there in middle school, early 90s on point. What's their favorite songs to skate? Maria, I was, uh, uh, Marissa, oh. I was going there. Hold on. <laughs> what, what do you want to do? Do you want to do the How to Games Play? You want to do the favorite song? Because that oh, was a question I had too. Good. Favorite songs. Let's okay. Yeah. What is the What is your favorite song to skate to? And then I want to know what the best skate song is. But what's your favorite song to skate to? Um. So obviously, my name is Metal Mama, and mm -hmm. it's because I love heavy metal. Okay, I do too. So I have a little, you know, soundtrack that I listen to when we're getting ready for a bout, and it's usually. Um, it's usually got some Iron Maiden or... Okay, all right. <laughs> right. You like it. You like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's hardcore. Uh, yeah. right. So I, you're skating out there with a vengeance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It gets you pumped up. Yeah. 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 Iron Maiden, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an Ozzy and a Black Sabbath guy. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, I, I didn't skate to it when I was a kid, but I can see now, yeah. like, oh, yeah, that would be. We used did to you come have out... it in your Walkman? I yeah. did. Yep, I did. <laughs> we used to come out, like, when you start the game, we'll play a song, and yeah. the teams will be announced, and we would come out to ACDC, um, I think... Back in Black was one of them. Or, um, good song to come yeah. out to. Yeah. Bodies. Some, good Some people come out to Bodies. Oh, yeah. Bodies yeah. hit the floor. Yeah. That one's kind of <laughs> Slipknot. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Is that Slipknot or I'm Nickelback sure. or somebody? Not Nickelback. <laughs> not Nickelback, yeah. We'd never do that. <laughs> we don't skate to Nickelback. <laughs> Scratch that DJ. That's the wackest. <laughs> Whack <laughs> okay. Um, what is your, um, what's your favorite song to skate to? Uh, well, I like to skate to all the old jam tunes. Okay. Um, not necessarily for derby, but for just casual skating. Okay. Um, and then uh, I guess I don't really have a particular song song. Before games, um, anything upbeat, kind of right. pumping. Um, yeah. Okay. Any female empowering tunes, I like yeah. those. Okay. Yeah. Right. I don't want no scrubs. Scrubs, yes! I can't get no one for me. You know what song I love to skate to is the, um, what is is like Double Dutchy or, uh, remember that? or The Double Dutch Bus? Double Dutch Bus. Oh, yeah. I love that song. That is it's a, so um, fun and you can like swizzle your yep. feet. That's the one that Missy Elliott remixed. Yes. Oh, yeah, the Double Dutch remix. Bus. Yeah. yeah. What's crazy about that song is because uh, the remix is what got popular. Um, and I can't think of the lyrics of it now, but that was made in like, 2000s um, but the original song is like from like the 70s yeah it's a great song yeah um so what's the best this is different now what's mm -hmm. the best skate song are you going to stick with the double dutch bus or what do you think is the best skate song ever yeah that's pretty fun to skate to okay. if you're yeah. just skating around the circle you can do a lot of like um r&b yeah. moves mm -hmm. Uh, which are fun, like jam skating. Jam skating, okay, is fun. My favorite song is "Bounce Rock Skate" by Vaughn Mason and Crew. Hmm. Oh, right. I'm gonna check it out. Monica, could you do us the world a favor? Could you? <laughs> I want to hear. Could this you song. check it out on YouTube and put the link in the chat for our great <laughs> listeners? Uh, it's called. The group is Vaughn Mason. V-A-U-G-H-N. As soon as you start typing that in YouTube, it'll probably come up. Bounce Rock Skate. Yeah. That sounds fun. Um, I was listening to that song before I even put on skates. Oh, okay. Is that the roll bounce song? Bounce. Rock. Skate. skate. That's it. Yeah. yeah they um, roll bounce. bounce. Roll bounce was filmed at Linwood Skating Rink, and that's home of IDD, Ileana yeah. Derby Dames, which is off a friend, uh, friendly yeah. 
um, roller derby team. Really? Uh, yeah. And we we actually with, practice with them on a regular basis yeah. now. So that's awesome. So yeah. Roll Bounce was filmed there. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. That's cool, right? My mom is here. Bounce, roll, skate. Uh. That is right. Get the clap for my mom too. Why you doing that? <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yep. See, it's tuned in. No, I love this time. Sarah Diversi is here. John uh, Schomer. She's a skater. Eddie Silva is here as well. Okay. How's the game played? Okay. Bum, so, bum, roller derby. There's obviously two teams. Each okay. team has on the on the floor and play four blockers and one jammer. Okay. So, on the track at one time, there's ten players. Right. So the jammer, there's a jammer for each team. They start out behind the blockers. On the whistle, the jammers are trying to break through to get past the opposing blockers. That's their whole, that's what they got to do. They, they score the points. Mm. So once they get past those blockers, they have to make an initial lap. Yeah. And on that second lap around, every time they pass the opposing blockers, they score a point and the opposing jammer. So hmm. they, they can get five points on every pass. Interesting. And each jam, they call it jam, is two minutes. So, okay. Well, it can be two minutes. Uh, that's the max amount of time that they'll be out. And then another, hope, usually another lineup will come back out for the next jam. So. Got it. Okay. And there's two 30-minute 30, 30 halves. Two 30-minute halves. Yeah. All right. Which are made up of two-minute jams. Made up of two-minute jams. Okay. At any given time, there's 10 people on the court or the track, yes. the track, track. Uh, four blockers and one jammer. Um, who are your – who's been the team that's been the nemesis for the Aurora 88s? Who was the – We love everybody. I know, I know you do, but I know it's a competitive <laughs> sport too, so. I don't know. It's hard to say because – Who's got some good – <clears throat> Who's got some good muscle? They I'm, all do. Yeah. They all have okay. some everyone pretty... has their their own you know powerhouses and um, definitely if you know if we're traveling we try and look up and see how they play right. and what their um, rankings are and we'll remember we'll be like oh yeah I remember <laughs> remember that time <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it's I mean everyone has their their strengths so it's I wouldn't say that we have a rival really it's. And, and when we play, we're just we're having a ton of fun. Right. Um, you know, like I said, we get together with Ileana on a regular basis now, and it's just we like the practice time, but we also like the um, you know we get to learn new things every time we're with them. And right. So, what I like about what I like about what you ladies do, and the reason why I was able to notice you, the group and the team skating at all these events all these parades going back to 20 whatever it was before I even met either of you. What I like is the fact that like, I, I do like the continuity of, you know, roller skating still being relevant and being able to help people. And I, I like the fact that women or anybody can get together and make a team and get fulfillment out of it. Like I see so many people now, they look for things to do, but they're like, oh, well, you know, we should start a, whether it's a book club or stamp club, whatever it is, I, I like supporting those kind of things. Because if that's what it takes to motivate people and, right, the week was terrible, I'm going to work it off on my skates for two mm -hmm. hours. 
Like that, the yeah. world needs more of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the the, the, yeah. the world needs more. So, and I noticed that when COVID came, a lot of people weren't able to do that. For you, it was right. the yeah. jars of skating? Um, for some people, it's going to the library, taking a walk, walking the dog, mm-hmm. and we couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the question I have for you is, on a uh, slightly personal level, we know we couldn't skate and get together. What was COVID like not being able to take part in this? Not the mechanics of it all or when will we meet, what day and mitigation. Right. All that. I'm, I'm talking about on the human level. What was that like? Um, it was hard. Um, I think personally for me, I found other things to focus on. Sure. But also I started um, weight training. Okay. I had a, a friend that I was, you know, we were close enough to that we would get together and um so I did a lot of weight training while I wasn't playing roller derby. Okay. Um, kind of, you kind of just shift your focus. Right. Right. And I think that's common with a lot of derby skaters, and that's um, in part why we're seeing teams uh, slowly coming back together, um, where we may have had um, uh, a lot of a lot of veteran skaters at you know at one time that were maybe vying for roster spots when we came back from covid um we're we're rebuilding again because right. a lot of people found other activities uh, right. to do um and things like that and found them very fulfilling so um i know for me um we started to do more things at home because we had had yep. to yeah right. Um, and then uh, we also like bought a house and moved and mm-hmm. stuff. Same so here. yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of people bought homes too and mm-hmm. moved. But um, one of the one of the most standout things for me in um, being a part of roller derby, I found roller derby at 39, and I'll be 51 next month. So one of the standout things is I had my life where I went to work in my business community, and I had my children and their sporting or their activities and those parents. Um, But um, connecting into roller derby gave me an opportunity to meet women and and men, um, but from all different backgrounds, Mm -hmm. um, education levels, economic, you know, uh, everything. Um, And so none of that matters on the track. You get on the track and it's, can you skate, bro? Yeah. Can you skate? It doesn't matter um, if you, um, you know, work at um, a convenience store or you work as a lawyer downtown or whatever it is. None of that matters. And that's what I love because it's a very nice equalizer. We're all the same. Um, And it has um, exposed me to uh, cultures, to uh, various uh, gender expressions. Um, and everything that my little suburban focused life would never have. Yeah, right. Definitely. And these are friendships. Um, and I could, I could cry. I cry very easily because I, it's just a thing. It's a schism. But I could cry right now about talking about how valuable these friendships are to me, mm-hmm. um, you know, for 11 years now. And there's um, just it's not replaceable so covid really took that from me i felt so when we came back i was just i really felt like it was my time to give back to what roller derby has given to me all these years yeah Yeah, um our mutual friend lindsey hartman Mm -hmm. like i 
you know, and that's again, I woke up with vigor to do this episode today because I was like, you know, and, and I met Lindsay talking about AID. Something okay. completely different, right? Yeah. But to your point about being an equalizer, she is with you guys doing the yeah. the roller skate. And I, I I I like that. It's I like seeing where people's um I, you know, where their heart lies, kind of, right? Where their heart and soul yeah. is. Um, a person could be doing anything with two hours of their day. Mm -hmm. But to be with other folks from different backgrounds, to skate and have yeah. fun is, you know, it's yeah. kind of a testament to who they are as a person. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really positive and powerful. The time is 847. Okay. Whew. You want to talk about penalties? That's we, fun. Let's talk. Y'all want to talk about penalties? Penalties are We can fun. talk about penalties. Uh-oh. We we need some bad boys music or something. We need like a we need a uh, yeah right yeah. like a jail bar sound. All right, what are the penalties? Josue Pais, good morning. Get to know Harry hey. B. Stock Parlor. Um, what are the penalties? So we have hitting zones uh, that we can um, hit on someone, and then we have uh, zones on our body that we can hit with. So I'll talk about what we can hit with. We can hit with our bodies, mm -hmm. shoulders, side meat, hips. Mm -hmm. uh, it stops at about right here, depending right. on the ref. <laughs> Don't let them see you throw throw an elbow, yep. even if you're not. Yeah, right. So you can hit to about, you can block to about here. And then right about mid-thigh or mm -hmm. right above your knee, you, you really can't hit or be hit uh, with below the, the knee. Below yeah. the knee. Okay. Or the, the knee, knee, yeah. knee or below. Um, and then um, there's a matter of back blocking. So when you hit someone, you can't hit them square on their back. And likewise, you can't hit them ear down. You can't hit their head. Right. Um, but you can hit their whole front. Mm -hmm. And then right about mid-shoulder down, if they just drew a line down, right. on the sides. Okay. So no square on spine, no square on your butt. Okay. Only the hips. Got it. Shoulders. Side meat. Side meat's real nice. Yes. We're working on that because okay. it's tender. Right. So you can get in there and just yeah. kind of clip them. Mm -hmm. It's like you can even get a little meat. bit of air, like, ah. Oh, and then you're like, do my yeah. side meat. Back. Yeah. <laughs> side <laughs> meat. Chicken wing. I like so that. That's side blocking meat. as far as penalties yeah. you could get. But then there's all kinds of other penalties. Yeah. Like what track are the... cutting if you, oh, if you right. go out of bounds or. Track cutting? What's What's that? Go ahead. You're the uh, the ref. Oh my gosh, I am. Oh, you ref. are the ref. No, I'm not. I okay. jump has been. I jump oh, okay. in. I jump into ref sometimes, and but I'm I'm not great at it. I can count points, and then I apologize when I messed up. But, <laughs> um, track cutting is where you might gain uh, something, uh, gain an advantage by um, stepping out of the tr off the track and back on again. So if you get hit ah, out I see. and you jump in front of someone else, that would be a track cut. Right. Okay. So if you're 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 losing your balance and you're about to fall over, but you decide to get that one foot out, regain yourself, and then jump back in, that would be track yeah, cutting. Or if you get hit out, the person that hits you out, you have to come in behind them ah. to yield. If you to jumped them. right back in front of them, that would be considered a track cut. Yeah. Um, and other ones include pack definition. You have to stay as a pack. We can't string our 10 skaters along the whole track. They have to be within a certain proximity to each other. Otherwise, it's just, you know, a bunch of people on the standing yeah. on the track. So right. we all have to kind of be together. 
Um, so there's a pack definition, maybe penalties. Um, false starts, um, those are kind of minor. Yeah. A false start? Yeah, but basically the refs are there to make sure that we're safe. Yeah. Right. It's not like it was in the 70s and 80s. We're not yeah. grabbing hair as much yeah. as they may want to. Or and, Oh, well, we have a helmet on. It's hard to grab your hair when right. you have a helmet right. on. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't elbow. Right. Um, you know, you can't. You can't just flat out, you know someone with your hands like, right that's a no-no yeah. <laughs> totally bad grab yeah. them and move them out yeah. of the way no you... suplexes or <laughs> right okay um and Josue says dang you guys going home all bruised up <laughs> yes. yeah yeah oh, see that's us. an honor like the next practice we'll be like oh look we'll at this one or like yeah. oh yeah look at this one <laughs> or we'll take a picture of it and share it in our group yes, oh look, look at it. my big thigh bruise and it'll, yep. we'll draw on sharpies we'll draw like a little happy face on there oh yeah dedicated yeah the veterans, <laughs> the veterans. uh okay so it is 8 51 wow time Goes by yeah. so this fast so doing, this, yeah. doing this. Um, so now, do you ladies have regular meetings? Uh, yeah, we do have league meetings. Um, we used to have them once a month, I believe, but now it's a little more sporadic. Okay. Um, we have a board. You know, we have we have, do have regular meetings. They have regular meetings. We used to have committees. Um, not so much right now because we're kind of in a rebuild. But, right. Okay. Yeah. And how many members of the eighty-eight total are there? Oh, currently, I would say. Somewhere in the... Yeah, tw maybe 20 to 30. Yeah. Okay. That, that includes ref. Yeah. That includes Volunteers new, new or... skaters that maybe aren't uh, contact cleared yet. Um, volunteers, officials. Okay. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, the time is 8.52. I, you know what? Here's what we'll do. I'll, I'll get it. I'll, here's what I'll do. I'll get it out the way now, okay. and then we'll spend the, the last few minutes... Yeah with the good stuff. Monica, can you take me to a commercial, please? Johnny Felix, good morning, Aurora. Interesting show. Well, thank you very much, dear brother. Johnny Felix is a talented author by the name, by the moniker, Talento Creations. Oh, that's his derby name then. Yeah. Yep. And you're so, Mr. C. Yep. That's right, yeah. Mr. C on the skates. Mr. C on the skates. Heck yeah. I need my, do you have Roll your own about. theme song? Yeah. I need my own theme song. We have a song that we kind of chant at the end of practice sometimes, but I can't remember it. Oh. So don't, we, please don't ask us to do that. Oh, I wanted to hear the chant. They wanted to hear the I'm chant. I'm it for you. There you okay. go. You know it? Oh, do you know it? I might. I have to think about it. You do your thing. Okay, all right. Uh, so get ready, you guys. Um, Aurora Downtown, once again, is gonna be turning, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the downtown into Sugar Skull City from October 15th to November 6th to coincide with Day of the Dead events. First Fridays on November 4th, Aurora Downtown, which is new this year, will host Sugar Skull City themed art and market from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Society 57. Saturday, November 5th, started in 2020 by the downtown group, Sugar Skull City will feature dozens of participating businesses, a scavenger hunt and activities for all ages while honoring a cultural and local tradition. New this year, Artists of all skill levels are invited to submit a 12 by 18 inch work depicting pan de muerto, a traditional oh. Mexican sweet bread used to celebrate Day of the Dead. Interesting. Doesn't that sound spooky? You're eating the bread, it's got cobwebs in it. Like, is this cheese? No, it's not. No, it's spooky. Yeah, right? <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Um, now, this is going to be, once again, from October 15th to November 6th. Uh, and since we have Aurora Fast Print in the house, listen to this. Uh, where did it go? You're in here. Where is it? 
Oh yeah, once your artwork is completed, send a PDF to info at Aurora Downtown Group or drop the artwork off to Aurora Fast Print along mm -hmm. with your name, title, city, and contact info no later than October 1st. Originals can be picked up the week of October 17th. Must be arranged with Aurora Fast Print as well. Uh, a 2D artwork, Ponda Muerto in the style and media of your choice. 12 by 18 inches. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. The time is 8.54. Did we forget anything? Did we forget um, anything? What did we talk? Okay, we. I just want people to know that whatever skill level you're at, if this is something that interests you, come out on Sunday because it's going to be fun. You're going to watch some derby. You're going to meet some new people, and you're probably going to get addicted. If this is like, if this floats your boat, you're going to be in. Okay, you'll love it. You'll <laughs> love, love it. it. Okay. Yeah. How could you not? love yes. being on skates hanging with your peeps right. and having yeah, a good cool. time yeah um okay so the last little bit you guys know this weekend uh good things are going on this weekend we got fiestas patrias happening saturday and sunday uh the neighbor project has starry night taking place uh to saturday tomorrow uh it's going to be at the venue and it's going to be a really good time food entertainment and lots of great stuff um and Sunday is the scrimmage at Info Night. That's it. And that's going to be at, at the Aurora Skate Center, 8, 8 p.m. Yeah. Um, Just come on in yeah. and sit down. Where were you born and raised? Joliet. Joliet. Yeah. And what about you? Um, I'm from Kansas. Kansas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I moved up here um, in 99. Okay. So. What part of Kansas? Uh, right on the border of Oklahoma and Kansas, Coffeeville. Like Coffeeville. Southeast, Southeast Kansas. Coffeeville. Yep. I yep. like that town. I do too. <laughs> Sounds Can we nice. get a refill where you go? <laughs> yeah. I'm just passing through, man. <laughs> Coffeeville, Kansas. Yep. Interesting. Right. Learn a lot of things doing the news. Um, well, I'm going to take the last few minutes just to say goodbye to all these great people. Bless weekends all. Enjoy the weather. Look out for each other. Happy Mexican Independence Day. I hope that all of you great people have a fantastic rest of this weekend. Um, enjoy all the great stuff going on. Uh, Monday, Talento Creations and Johnny Felix will be back on the show. But we got a lot of stuff to talk about on Monday, a lot of news. And I just want to leave on the point that we talked about the city having a new vibrancy, a new life. And it appears that we may have shed all the negative connotations once associated with Aurora from the miscellaneous stuff to the really bad things. I'm happy that Aurora 88s, Aurora Downtown, Hi, Angeles, Zenloff, all of you great people are contributing to a fantastic city that we have here. So Absolutely. support Aurora 88 and support all the great stuff that you hear about here on Good Morning Aurora. Monica, did we forget anything? I don't think so either. I think we did too. You remember the chant? Let's, can we leave with the chant? All right, all right. Get ready. All right, ready? Yeah. Watch out, because here we come. We're 88s. We're number one. 88 problems. 88 problems. Taking <laughs> our tolls from east to west. <laughs> Something oh, else, and we're the best. Yay! Yay! You did. You did. You want to keep it? Um, in our house got married or run. We got 88 problems, and our skates ain't, ain't one. 88 problems. 88 problems. <laughs> Take care of yourself and each other. Oh, they love that. Yeah. <laughs> 88 pounds in our skates. <laughs>